Welcome to the Rise Up Live Free podcast, where we're going to be giving you the exact blueprint to reach financial freedom in 10 years or less, regardless of your age, your income, or your experience. You see, we believe that 97% of traditional financial advice is dangerous, misleading, or outright wrong. And we're here to empower you on how you can use money and cash flow as a tool to create, build, and live a life you love now rather than having to wait until you're 65. If you're ready to take immediate action, join us over at cashflowtactics.com forward slash podcast. My friends, welcome to the Rise Up Live Free podcast. This is Ryan Lee, and I am grateful, I am honored, I am excited to be on the podcast with you. And if you're listening to this podcast, it means it is Thanksgiving Day 2022. Um, Guys, it's been such an amazing year. It's been a year of highs, it's been a year of lows, it's been a year of challenges, and it's been a year of opportunities. But one way or the other, we are all here together, right here, right now, um, leading out the close of 2022. And what I want to do today is I want to take just a few moments on this podcast, and I want to share um, really the secret to success. You know, I think oftentimes one of the most important things that we can do is, is have a sense of remembering what the purpose of all of this is. Like, why are we pushing so hard to become financially free? And I'm going to enter this conversation with a little story um, from me. Now, many of you have probably heard this story because, you know, in my pursuit of financial freedom, I got so lost. Um, honestly, I've always been um you know, from a very early age in my life, I've always been a very driven, goal-oriented person. And if you're driven and goal-oriented, then one of your curses, if you're not careful, is you never live in the present moment. You always live in the future. When you hit your next target, then life is going to be awesome, right? Um, and I, I would imagine that um, that many of you that listen to this podcast are all, all, you know, similar to me in the sense that you are driven individuals. Now, um, inside of my life, you know, I was driven to go to college so that I could, you know, get the degree and earn some money. And then once I graduated college, I was driven to work hard, to make money, to save hard. And, uh, you know, early on in my corporate career, I realized that the corporate world was not my, you know, my cup of tea. It wasn't the thing that was going to be, be what I wanted to engage my lifelong pursuit in. And so I was driven inside of my career to climb the corporate ladder, make as much money as I could so that I could could save money and retire early. That was my original desire inside of my pursuit of financial freedom was this idea of retiring early. And my my dream at that time was 55, right? If I could retire at the age of 50 or 55, then in my mind, that was going to be successful. Now, as a goal-oriented person, um, I traded everything, right? I took p- promotions. I covered bigger geographies. I traveled a lot. I was constantly in the pursuit of this goal of work hard, make money, save money, retire in my 50s, right? That was the objective. And I'll never forget, you know, you guys, I mean, many of you know that I lost a bunch of money in my 401k in the stock market, and that opened my eyes and my awareness that I didn't have any control over what I was doing with traditional finance, which then prompted me to change and start to look for things that I had more control, more ownership, more creative uh, ability with. And that's what ultimately led me to the strategies that we talk about and profess inside of Cashflow Tactics. But that wasn't the big awakening for me. The big awakening for me 
was on the tail end of losing everything as it relates to money. I almost lost everything as it relates to life. Um, you see, my oldest son uh, was born with a heart defect, and I knew it. I knew it, but I'm an optimist, right? I'm an optimist, and I kept thinking he would grow out of it. The doctors told us that he could potentially grow out of it, and when there was a potential of a positive outcome, my mind fixated on that positive outcome. And for the first three or four years, as I was climbing the corporate ladder of his life, I was non-existent. I was not a good father. I was not present. I was not actively and fully engaged in his life. And I'll never forget the day that my wife told me, that Doug was going to need an emergency open heart surgery. Um, my friends, at that moment in my time, in my life, I questioned everything I had done up to that point. You know, when you have those moments of awakening where you wonder what it was all for. Uh, for me, I was having one of those moments of awakening that if I lose my son <clears throat> and I gave away the time I had with him in the pursuit of this future-based goal of becoming financially free, then what was it all for? And I'll never forget, you know, over the next couple of weeks, but especially in that hospital, I did a lot of soul searching. I walked that hospital up and down as he recovered from, from his heart surgery, and I made a promise to myself to not let go, to not become distant, to not get so lost in the future that I lose sight of what's actually happening in the present moment. And I didn't keep that goal, to be honest with you. Um, it took a few more difficult lessons over the next couple of years because as soon as I graduated from saving as much money as I could into a 401k, I graduated into trying to find as much money as I could to stuff into vaults and and go buy real estate. And that became my new hyper focus of financial freedom, financial freedom. And it went from, you know, doing it by the time I'm in my 50s to doing it in 10 years or less. And it became my new sickness. And over the next couple of years, again, I lost sight of what was most important. And again, life had to wake me up to what was most important. And my friends, uh, for the last seven years, I would say, maybe maybe close to eight years now, um, I have been 100% wildly committed to balancing my life where I push like crazy for a future-based goal, but I live like crazy in the present moment. Um, you know, one of the mentors that I follow and look up to, he terms this idea as, an, as, as living blissfully dissatisfied. And I love that because that's the way I choose to live my life. I live blissful in the moment. I live fully present in the moment. I live, I love, I matter, I make a difference. I live each day like it was my last day. But I'm dissatisfied in the sense that I know I'm capable of more. And it's a, it's a beautiful yin and yang where you get caught on the edge of order and chaos. You get caught on the edge of, you know, satisfaction in the present moment, but creation in the future. And I love that idea. And so, my friends, I want to take a moment today with you and I want to share a little framework with you. I want to share a framework that I truly believe is the antidote to so many of the problems that we're facing in the world right now. Um, we approach solving the problems that we face in the world right now with money, and that is a very powerful approach. I believe when you can control money, when you understand how to use money as a tool, you can buy your freedom, and with your freedom, you can stand your ground, and as you stand your ground, you can truly get clear on what you value, what you care about, why you're here, what the purpose of your life is, and you can use money as a tool to buy your time and to live it. And I believe that the world is and will be and can continue to become a better place as more and more people buy their freedom, obtain their sovereignty, use money as a tool instead of wait for money to come to them. They understand how to create money by creating value, keep money by using the vault and turn money into cash flow by, by using autopilot assets in the financial freedom for me. I believe that is the way we can solve so many problems, but that is the gateway to a bigger problem. Um, and so what I want to share with you today is the undercurrent. 
undercurrent, the undercurrent to keep you present in the journey of becoming financially free. And I believe it's gratitude. My friends, we're entering the week of Thanksgiving. And so naturally, I want to stop this week. And I want to talk to you about the power of gratitude. We all know it but we all forget it. I believe so much of our life, at least for me, if you're anything like me, so much of my life is a process of remembering. It's a process of remembering the simple truths that I once knew and somehow let myself forget or let them become overshadowed with the hustle and bustle of life. You know, I think we live in one of the most um, highly busied, hurried, distraction and emotionally charged times probably in the history of the world. And if we're not careful, our emotions, our gratitude can get swept up into a sea of chaos, a sea of, you know, hyper attention to things that don't really matter. So my friends, gratitude is the antidote to almost anything negative in your life. I mean, consider that for just a moment. Gratitude, the simple emotion that we all have access to on a daily basis is the antidote to anything negative happening in your life. There is always a silver lining. There is always something to be grateful for. Life is always happening. It's your perspective of how it's happening that makes the difference. Is it happening to you or is it happening for you? And I believe love is probably, I would, I would say, the most powerful emotion that a human being can feel. It's the thing that drives human beings harder than anything else. But gratitude is the emotion that will deliver the most joy to your life right now. And why is this important? My friends, all the time inside of the game of cash flow tactics, we talk about the destination, the measurement of success of financial freedom when your cash flow exceeds your expenses. But when you get in the game, we help you set targets. And those targets are short range, uh, clear objectives that you take. And at the end of every target is a celebration. And the reason for that, my friends, is life is a balance between work and play. Life is a balance between positive and negative. Financial freedom won't take away the negative emotions. Financial freedom won't take away the challenges. Financial freedom won't take away the pain that you feel in life. Your life will always be a balance between happiness and joy, abundance and chaos. Your life, that's just part of life. And the down times give you perspective to fully appreciate the high times. But the reason that this is important is gratitude and your ability to enjoy the journey will give you the commitment to let go of the outcome. Because here's the thing I know, the outcome is going to happen one way or the other. If you follow a principle-based approach, the outcome is inevitable. Why not enjoy the process of making that outcome inevitable? Um, so here, here's the things I want to share with you guys. Um, your mind will literally go to work to find the things that you think about most often. Your mind is literally programmed to do what you tell it to do. And if you tell it to look for things that you're grateful for, you will find more abundance and actually more opportunity in your life. The, the most, you know, the most dangerous human condition is deferring abundance and, and deferring joy to win. This elusive future-based date of when something happens, then you'll give yourself permission to be, to be happy. But my friends, gratitude is so simple. And oftentimes what I've found is gratitude doesn't really have much to do with money. Now, sometimes it absolutely does. There's been many things in my life that I've been grateful for that relate to or have come from the access to capital. But oftentimes the simplest things bring the most amount of joy. And I'm going to give you an example. Uh, this morning I went to the gym as I always do. And, you know, with daylight savings here in Utah, it's been getting lighter earlier and earlier and earlier. And um, it's, it's, it's fun because I go into the gym when it's relatively dark and I come out when the sun starts to come up. And this morning I came out of the gym. I was breathing heavy. It's cold here in Utah right now. My breath, I could see my breath crystallized. And I looked up and I could see the sun hitting the mountains right in front of me. And my, I was just overwhelmed 
with a flood of gratitude, that I have a body that can move, that I can breathe deep and feel the crispness of the air, that I'm alive, that the sun was coming up in a new day, on a new week, with a new opportunity, with a new gift from God. Those things didn't cost me anything, but those things brought me tremendous satisfaction and joy in the present moment. And my friends, if that is true, happiness is your competitive advantage, I wanna give you a brief framework to be successful, to, to truly tap into the simplest things of life, gratitude being one of them, so that you can get on this path of success and understand that this path of success will lead you to a destination, but it's the flow, it's the walk, it's the presence of life that will bring you the joy that you're looking for. The destination isn't where the joy is at. My friends, joy is an emotion that can only be experienced right here, right now, where your feet are planted right here today. So number one, number one, one of the things that has given me um, so much access to just joy is the stupidest, simplest thing that we have lost sight of in our modern world. We are so plugged into our computers. We are so plugged into indoors. We are so plugged into, we have a car to get from point A to point B. And it is crazy how often we don't actually go outside. But research actually confirms that one of the best, most holistic ways to deal with things like anxiety, even clinical depression, is to get grounded in the present moment while being outside. Having the sun shining on your face, getting natural vitamin D instead of taking a supplement for vitamin D. Getting outside, putting your fingers in the, in the dirt, taking off your shoes, letting your shoes touch the grass, like getting grounded in the present moment and one of the things that I have just absolutely fallen, I've, I've always loved being outside, but I used to hold on to this idea that I'll go outside on the weekends, right? I've got too much to do during the week, or I'll go outside when I go on vacation or whatever, right? And every time I'd go outside, it was like therapy to my, to my heart and to my soul. Um, and so every day I would try to commit or I would commit to going outside more often. But I, I, I took a program last year, it was called 75 Hard, and um, the, the, the one thing that you had to do every single day in this program was do a workout outside. It didn't matter what the workout was. It didn't matter how much you sweat or how little you sweat. All you had to do is be physically active outside. And that sounds so simple, and it is. But that single act alone last year brought so much clarity, so much sanity, so much mental health positivity to my life that I want to share it with you. I believe one of the most powerful things that we can do is have time to be outside every single day. Walk, breathe, smell, use your senses in the sensory overload that is the outdoors. Okay, that's number one. Be outside every single day. Number two, uh, one of the things I've really, over these last several, seven, eight years, that I've really adopted as a habit that has just become wired into my DNA is what I call a daily replay, okay? And a daily replay is kind of like journaling, right? Um, but one of the things I love to do is to remember past experiences. I do this a lot with videos. I create a lot of videos, um, you know, of family trips or, you know, major definite aims or things I'm wanting to accomplish in the future. But oftentimes it's journaling. It's just reliving one of the most enjoyable experiences that you've had in your life. And think about the abundance of the, what those might be. What if you sat down for five to 10 minutes once a week or daily or as often as you can find access to doing it and relived one of the most positive moments of your life? Maybe it was the time you met your spouse. Maybe it was when your first child came. Maybe it was a vacation that you went on and you had an amazing adventure. Maybe it was a reconnection with a lost friend or loved one. Whatever that might be. What if you sat down and actually documented 
documented how that experience felt. Here's the crazy thing. Your subconscious mind does not know the difference between past, present, or future. And as you sit down and get lost in the moment of reliving the moment, your mind actually takes you back to the moment. And your brain is flooded with dopamine. Your brain is flooded with positive emotions. And you literally relive the moment anew. My friends, it is one of the most powerful therapeutic measures to replay the positive things of your life. And what it does is it connects you with, again, what is most important. What is most important doesn't have anything to do with money. I've never, ever sat down and relived an experience where I made money. I've always sat down and relived experiences where I've had adventures, where I've had vacations, where I've had positive communication, where I've met my spouse or dated my spouse or had my first child. And I've documented and relived those moments over and over again. And ultimately what this does, I I love the idea of a legacy. I've literally documented my legacy. I've documented my life. I hope my children read about the stories that I've written and the videos that I've recorded. We, I share those videos with them often. And here's the crazy part. When we go on vacation, you know, I'm always recording these, these vacations that we go on and then I turn them into little mini highlight reels. And every time we watch those videos, my children relive the moments. I relive the moment with them. We relive the moment and we get excited and engaged to go out and do it again. So have a replay. Number three, random acts of kindness. Um, in his book, Martin Sligman, um, or Sligman, I don't know how to say his name, but he wrote a book called Flourish. And I love this book because he talks about random acts of kindness. And in this book, um, he is a, a positive psychology professor and or researcher or something like that. But anyway, in his book, he studied all kinds of different ways to infuse more excitement, joy, and um, happiness into people's lives. And he found uh, by doing the decade, like lots and lots of research, he found the number one most reliable way to momentarily increase well-being was the exercise of, of, of doing a random act of kindness by stop, you know, being selfish about yourself and giving to other people. I'll never forget. I've had so many life-changing moments doing this with myself and with my family, but I'll never forget the first time I experienced this for myself. This was way back as a teenager. This was when I was the most selfish that I've ever been in my entire life. The world revolved around me, and I'll never forget. I went to do some service at a, um, a battered, uh, a, it was a trauma center for, for uh, abused women and children. And I went to do some service. And at this service center, I saw people, I saw people whose lives were <clears throat> in a wreck and um, who had lost everything, who had physically suffered. And I got to serve them. And as I did that, um, I got so far outside of my little selfish world that I realized that my problems were so minuscule in comparison to other people's problems. And that as I served them, I found really probably what the purpose of life is actually all about. It's not about making money. It's not about, I mean, those are all components of it. And I'm not saying you should just, you know, drop everything and, and only serve. You've got to be able to put yourself in a position where you can serve. But at the end of the day, my friends, the more you give, the more you get. The more you give, the more you realize you have so much to be grateful for. The more you give, the bigger your heart gets. Think about the Grinch who stole Christmas, right? Remember that, that uh, little uh, Christmas show that comes on? As the Grinch gave, his heart grew. My friends, that's how your heart grows. Get outside of yourself and serve other people. Number four. Um, I'm not going to spend too much time on this, but this is a complete unplug. This is when you put down technology. I think one of the most powerful things you can do is shut off the podcast, put your phone down, um, go do something where you're fully engaged in the moment, where you can get into a flow, where you can find your sense of pur purpose. This is when your ego falls away, time disappears, and you hit this flow state right, where time doesn't matter anymore, a complete unplug. Last but not least is the idea of gratitude. My friends, um, here's the secret of 
life to gratitude. When you can find a way to be happy with the simple things of life, then it's simple to be happy. If you can find a way to be happy with the simple things of life, then it becomes simple to be happy. So my friends, um, every single every single uh, game plan that we do inside of our community comes with a series of questions. And those questions are, what do you want? Why does it matter? And what does financial freedom mean to you? Okay, and it was interesting. I'll never forget this one. I've had so many positive interactions doing this, but as I sat down with an individual named Preston um, many, many years ago when I did his game plan, I asked him what financial freedom meant to him, and he paused for a moment. He paused for a moment, and he told me that financial freedom for him was guacamole, and I loved that answer because he wanted to have enough money to simply buy guacamole when he went out to a restaurant without feeling guilty for doing it, and the crazy part about that, guys, is you're a lot closer to financial freedom than you might give yourself credit for. The crazy thing about that is um, financial freedom and the simple joys of life have little to do with money. Yes, guacamole costs a little bit of money, but it's not like you need a yacht or a mansion on the beach to be happy. My friends, there is so much for you to be present with to be happy for right now. So at the end of this podcast, I'm going to issue you a challenge, okay? And that challenge is this. Every single year for the last several, several years, uh, my family and I, we have done what we call a 100 Things Gratitude Challenge. And on the week of Thanksgiving, we print out a little sheet. And on this sheet, I, my kids, my wife, and anyone who comes and celebrates Thanksgiving with us, we write down 100 things that we're grateful for. And I'll, I'll never forget the first time we did this. It took a little bit of time to get going with my children and myself to, to fully document, because that sounds like 100, but as we got going, it just poured out of us. And every single year, it's one of the things that we anticipate and are excited about the most is to document and realize the abundance in our life. And so inside, if you want to do this with us, you can do this easy, right? Write down 100 things that you're grateful for. Uh, inside of Cashflow Tactics, in the free Facebook group that we have, just go to Facebook and search up Financial Freedom in 10 Years or Less, or cash flow tactics, I've uploaded a document. And one of the ways to do this is to separate these 100 things into categories of 10. So in this document, um, there is a document where you can sit down and there's 10 different categories with 10 lines under each category to prompt you into thinking about what you might be grateful for. So things you might be grateful for today, um, modern inventions that you might be grateful for, places on earth, um, people that are living, people that aren't living, and many, many more on this list. But my friends, I'm going to invite you to infuse your life with gratitude. Gratitude is the thing that will charge your life up, that will bring a sense of joy and satisfaction, that will light your brain up, and that will bring you back to the thing that actually matters most, the present moments and living in a state of abundance with what you have right now. So my friends, wherever you're at during this Thanksgiving season, I hope that it is a, it is a season of fullness and abundance for you. I hope um, that you participate in this challenge. I would love no, more than anything to flood the internet, to flood your life, to flood your family's life, to be a beacon and an example to this world that there is positivity, that there is abundance, and that gratitude is what leads the way. I believe that is the cure that will cure the world. I believe that is the cure that will cure humanity. I believe that was the cure that will bring politics and bring, um, you know, uh, cultural lines and bring, you know, you know, uh, countries back together. We are all human beings on this little rock of earth. We all want relatively the same thing. We're all moving in the same direction. Why not open our arms and be grateful for what we have and lend an arm to someone else in need? My friends, um, one of the things I'm so grateful for, one of the things I'm most grateful for in my life is you. 
The fact that I have your attention right here, right now. The fact that you were in pursuit of something better with your life. The fact that you have followed cash flow tactics. I am grateful for you. You have made me a better man. You have created opportunities for me to elevate my mindsets, my skill sets, my network. And I am so abundantly grateful for you. No matter who you are, no matter where you're at, I am grateful for you. My friends, wherever you're at, rise up, live free, be grateful. And we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Rise Up Live Free podcast. Do you want to connect with me and other empire builders who are on a mission to take control of their financial plans and become financially free in 10 years or less? Well, then join us in our private Facebook group where we get to go deeper into the topics of financial freedom. And it's the only place you can see the actual results of people on their path to financial freedom, learn what's working, and interact as a community dedicated to becoming financially free. When you join, you'll get immediate access to exclusive training in a private membership area. This training will empower you in your path to becoming financially free, and it will fast track your results. This is the only place you get access to this exclusive content. So be sure to join us in the Facebook group now. Just go to cashflowtactics.com forward slash group or head over to Facebook and search Cashflow Tactics to join. I look forward to you joining us next time on the Rise Up Live Free podcast.